Welcome to the road to 100k. £100,000 per year, that's the challenge, that's the target, that's what this podcast is all about, the journey um, to getting to that point as one man and as dog, um, doing direct sales face-to-face with clients, you know, booking meetings, doing doing the sales calls, going through the motions and getting that getting that money, getting paid, which is uh, which is what we're all in this game for. So let's talk business, let's talk sales, let's talk this journey to getting to that one percent uh, of the population that earn more than a hundred grand a year in income. Um, let's go. Yeah, so there's a there's a concept that I think is really important for for being effective in sales, and it's your emotional tolerances, right? So what what I mean by that is um, your your highest highs and your lowest lows. I've found for the top top performers don't seem to move much more than five ten percent, right? The difference between the the high points and the low points. For the uninitiated, sounds like a Batman quote, and we are initiated. For the uninitiated, um, that can be like 400%, right? The difference between the, the highs and the lows. I remember some of the lowest, lowest points in my you know life or when certain deals that I had lined up fell through never went ahead the the reality is that's most deals most deals do not close most customers do not buy that you spend time with and you invest in and you build the rapport with and you get into a relationship with and you provide a a proposal for a solution with and that you think are special and you like them and they like you and you think the rapport's tight and uh, you know you're going to do a fantastic job for the client most of the time they don't fucking buy that's the reality of it so there's no point if that makes you get like if that gets you down you're never going to be able to last at this because that's the daily and by the same token if you get too high with a win i remember wins as i've talked about before that i'd closed a monster sale and i'd ran around doing fucking knee slides and cartwheels almost it was just like the best feeling of my life by far has been in when I've closed mega deals. And I don't think you want to remove that completely. There's just something magical about when you you get someone over the line and you get a new client on board, it feels phenomenal. You never want to lose that. But you don't want to get too too carried away with it in the sense that, you know, enjoy it, embrace it, take it in your strides. But but that's that's what should happen, right? You should you should get comfortable with closing regular business and getting paid comms regular like that should just be like taking a shit in the morning that should feel it should feel nice you know it should be like a you know a good win if you're in an office environment you know and there's a scoreboard you know putting the deal on the board or whatever you know it's nice but in your own internal system you know enjoy it celebrate it but just bank it as you know that's what we do that is what we're in the game to do so it's like does the postman you know it's like mario balotelli for any football fans mario balotelli 
was a striker that used to play with uh, Man City and Liverpool. And I think, maybe not Real Madrid, but I think like Inter Milan and AC Milan. Anyway, it was this Italian guy, big six foot, I don't know, six foot four, six foot five, big black guy that played up front. And um, he was a, in a bit of an attitude, right? He was a phenomenal player, but he was a bit of a maverick. And um, when Balotelli used to score, he never used to celebrate. He used to just like stand there looking into the fans and with his arms folded, right? <laughs> and a reporter, when he first came to England, a reporter asked him about, you know, Mario, what, when you score goals, why do you not celebrate? And um, his response was just golden. His response was, does the postman celebrate when he delivers your parcel? And the reporter's just kind of looking at him like, what? And he's like, does the, does the, does the postman celebrate when he delivers a parcel? And the reporter's like, no. And he's like, because it's his job. That's why he doesn't, because it's his job. My job is to score goals, which I think was just a golden... You know, if there's ever an emotional time in life, it's when you score a goal in front of, you know, I've never experienced that, but for any of you that have, scoring a goal in front of any fans is, is a buzz. I've done that, but, you know, in front of 60,000, 70,000 screaming fans or however many thousand, it'd be hard not to get carried away in the emotion of that, right? But Balotelli, and he wasn't even a prolific goal scorer. He wasn't even like a 30, 40 goal a season striker like Messi and Ronaldo, but he scored an all right amount, but yeah, I just love that as an analogy, you know, so that's that's kind of where you want to get to, maybe not to that extreme, but certainly not being emotionally swayed out of the, you know, the, the difference between the, the peaks and the troughs, you want to reduce that so that you're never too high, you're never too low, you're in that sweet spot, you can still feel, you can still feel that um, buzz when you do get something over the line. But it's not it's not gonna take you off your game. It's gonna keep you, you know, on the track, which is the most important thing. Just rack up the next one, rack up the next one, let's go again. And I think one thing that clicked for me when I when I started to get this was the reason why you become so you're emotional is what I was trying to say. The reason why you become so emotional in your day to day, you know, sales situations and you get very high and you get very low, it's due to one specific reason, right? And when you know this reason, it unlocks that for you. It lets you reduce um, how volatile you are, right? Your state, how volatile your state is. So that one reason is such an important um, factor in this. And, and to shine a light on what that is, very simple, a word that's used constantly in sales, you hear it all the time, you probably know what it is already, and very simply, is pipeline. Pipeline, pipeline, pipeline. Pipeline reduces all issues in sales for the most part. Pipeline, if you if you suck at sales and your skills are shit, pipeline fixes that problem, right? If if you're getting hammered for accountability and you're your direct report, uh, the people you report to or your sales leaders are on your case, Pipeline fixes that problems. If you want visibility on what you're going to earn next month, the, the month after, the month after that, Pipeline fixes that problem. Pipeline fixes everything. The key is to have multiple deals 
potentially closing at any one point in time. If you're not in that position on a regular basis or close to getting into that position, regular is subjective, then you're going to feel the waves of, of sales, right? You're going to be battered by the um, by the tide, right? The sales ocean. You're going to be hammered by it if you don't have, um, you know, the 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 structures in, in place. So the pipeline is like your your ship. It's like your ferry that you're going to be on that keeps you from being battered around, you know, mentally. Um, and it's, you know, it's a simple case of, right, that deal never closed. But who cares? You know, I went through the process. I've done everything I can do. And there's five other deals that are looking likely that one of them will close. Like, like it's been in that abundance mindset. I hate that word mindset, but it's having that mentality that, all right, okay, you're never too high on one deal. One deal never matters too much. So that's the key. That's the key to this little clip is is emotions and, and controlling the emotions by controlling what's going on in your day and your week and your month and your quarter and in your year. Stick around. Let's go.